coming up on today's episode of Locked On Golden Gophers. The Minnesota basketball team lost its seventh player to the transfer portal in Liam Robbins. I don't know what to say anymore. It's seven guys now. Everybody's gone. There's not much more to it than that. And also, we'll talk more about Sampo Ranta. The former Minnesota hockey leader is now a professional hockey player. I want you to be a hockey player! I am a hockey player! I hopped on Locked On Avalanche to talk about Ranta's hopes for a great pro career. Obviously, the Avalanche want the same, too. That's coming up today, right now on Locked On Golden Gophers. Welcome into the show, everyone. Nate Dickinson with you. Locked on Golden Gophers every single weekday. Everything you need to know about Minnesota sports in a half hour or less. We're going to talk about Minnesota's Sampo Ranta on today's program. I'm also featured on Locked on Avalanche today. Hopped on with the program to talk about everything that Ranta brings to the team, to the NHL level, and of course, break down his game and strengths and all of that. How will it all transfer over, over to the pro ranks? We'll talk more about that later on in the show. We're going to start off, though, by discussing everything going on in Minnesota sports right now, including the transfer of Liam Robbins, or at least entering the transfer portal. This is a guy as a seven-footer last year who led the Big Ten in blocks. That's something that maybe not a lot of people really realized. With so many talented bigs like Kofi Cokeburn out there, obviously Luca Garza, too. But it was Robbins over all of them that led the conference in blocked shots. He was obviously a big contributor on both ends for the Gophers throughout the season. And this isn't really a surprise to anyone. While he is the seventh guy to get out of the Gopher program since the end of the season, he's also a guy who had only been here a year. He had already transferred from Drake. His uncle was a coach under Richard Patino, so he's not with the team anymore. And that really was the biggest tie for Robbins to Minnesota. Now, again, with everybody else too, it's not like he wasn't going to get the time next year. He would have had a good opportunity, but he decides to take his chances with an opportunity somewhere else. We'll talk more about Robbins in just a minute. In other Minnesota sports news, Shane Wiskus continues to reel in awards. He's been named co-gymnast of the week by CGA. Lots of Stuff coming his way with co-awards. He was co-Big Ten All-Around Champion over the weekend, co-gymnast of the week. Now, maybe he can get some awards all by to, all to himself in the next couple of weeks. I don't know. And then later on, Chet Holmgren in prep basketball news. Not really Minnesota, but he has been named Star Tribune Metro Player of the Year as the All-Metro teams came out this week. Not a surprise, Holmgren, the top player in the 2021 basketball recruiting class. Minnesota has hit eyes on him. He has not been rumored to be all that interested in the Gophers compared to some other schools, but he's still uncommitted. As a matter of fact, as we hit April, three of the top four seniors in high school basketball right now, all still undecided. So lots to still be figured out as far as the landscape for college basketball next year, both in that transfer portal, but also in just regular old high school recruiting too. Nothing on the Gopher Sports calendar to tell you about today. Minnesota sports, again, taken to the weekends here in the spring season. We will have an event on Thursday to tell you about going into the weekend, but aside from that, it's pretty much Friday through Sunday. All the baseball and softball and track and field and stuff that goes on, so it'll be a bit of a hiatus for our usual Gopher Sports calendar here in the next month. Let's talk a little bit more about Liam Robbins before we get into everything with Sampo Ranta later on in the show as I joined Locked On Avalanche to talk more about his NHL prospects. But we, of course, have to talk about Robbins because he becomes the seventh player to enter this portal. And while it's not really much of a 
pain for me personally to see him leave. Obviously, he's big. For me, it's just that there's already been so many players gone. Every loss is one that matters in this point, and losing Robbins matters a lot. But I just don't know how much more I have to give as far as how much lower this team can go, you know? We already knew this team was going to be an entirely different roster from what it was this season. Would it have been nice to have an entirely different roster that still included Liam Robbins? Yeah, of course. He's a valuable piece. But the entirely different roster without Liam Robbins that I had in my head isn't really all that different, right? Like, we still know nothing. You don't know how much more I can... I don't know how much more I can talk about the team's drops, this team's losses. Like, we have to talk about it. Liam Robbins leaves this team. He's a big player on the team this season. We have to spend time on the show discussing it. I have to make these podcasts every single day. And whenever something happens, it needs to get some time on the show. But this is now the seventh guy who's left. There's no resemblance of anything this team was going forward. So I can't even tell you, like, what's it going to mean with him gone compared to if he had been here because there aren't enough of the other pieces either to try and put together what this team might look like. Again, we have to talk about it, but I feel like the first six times we already said everything there is to say. This team's going to be entirely different next season. Nobody knows what it's going to look like. Half the Big Ten is going to be the same way it looks like. So we kind of just have to keep saying whenever this happens that, yeah, we have to talk about it, but it's the same stuff. I don't know. I don't know who's going to come to this team. I don't know who's going to be in the starting lineup next year. Ben Johnson doesn't either. Nobody does. But again, we have to discuss it at some point. It's just, I've run out of thoughts to have. When the first six guys left, I used up all the thoughts I had on Minnesota basketball players going into the portal. Whether they were big ones like Marcus Carr, small ones, it doesn't matter to me anymore. This team does not look anything like it did before. It's not going to, no matter what happens the rest of the way. When Minnesota adds a player, at least we'll be able to talk about, like, hey, what will this guy be able to bring in? What does he at least try to fill in with the huge holes this team has? But as far as the player leaving, this is seven now. I'm out. I'm on empty. I have no more takes to give on everybody leaving Minnesota. Because again, with Liam Robbins gone, it is everybody now. And I I guess that's the only thing that's different. Is that he was the last one, really out of anybody who was truly, truly showing great value this season, to still be on this roster. So I don't want to talk much more about Liam Robbins. We will. But as far as what it means for the Gophers, we've already said it. I've said it six times already, and I'm not really feeling like saying it a seventh. So how about let's talk about some hockey, huh? Sampo Ranta is now a professional hockey player. The Minnesota hockey team was outstanding all season long. They deserve some more talk and credit. And we're going to talk to Locked On Avalanche about Sampo Ranta's NHL prospects in just a minute. We'll have it for you right here on Locked On Golden Gophers. Before we get to that, though, Built Bar is your place to go for the protein that not only gives you everything you need, 150 plus grams of protein, uh, or I'm sorry, no, that doesn't make sense at all. Less than 150 calories in each bar, 15 plus grams of protein in each bar too, and less than five grams of net carbs and net sugars. And these things just taste great as well. That's the biggest surprise. You can get your protein anywhere. I'm not going to lie to you about that. 
but you're not going to get the great taste that the Built Bar gives you just anywhere else. Right now, if you don't believe me, you can try it out for a little bit of a discounted price over at BuiltBar.com. Go over there and use our promo code LOCKEDON15. You'll get 15% off your order. And they've got so many flavors over at Built Bar, too, that you'll be able to find one that I'm sure just fits right into exactly what you have a craving for. So head on over to BuiltBar.com, enter in the promo code LOCKEDON15, and you could get yourself 15% off your order, just like that, over on their site. That's BuiltBar.com to try out the best-tasting protein bar out there. Again, you can get your protein anywhere. You can't get the protein that tastes that great anywhere else. Back in on Locked On Golden Gophers, Nate Dickinson with you. Today's show, all on Sampo Ranta the rest of the way. We're going to talk about the Minnesota Hockey Star, who is now a prospect for the Colorado Avalanche. I joined Locked On Avalanche to talk about it. We'll have that for you in just a moment. But first, while we give you everything you need to know about the Gophers, you can get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes every day with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so we're talking hockey. Sampo, Ranta, and Locked On Avalanche. I made an appearance on the show, and, well, I guess we'll just let them take it away now. My appearance over on Locked On Avalanche here on Locked On Golden Gophers, talking about Minnesota former player Sampo Ranta, who as of last week is now making the big money in the pros. All right, we're back, and joining me now is the second ever college host to join the Locked On Avalanche podcast. That is uh, Nate Dickinson from Locked On Golden Gophers. Nate, you missed out on being the first college host by about 15 minutes over AJ Black at Locked On BC. So, but second is okay. Second hey, is good. Just happy to be here, Chris. Happy <laughs> yeah. I can be here at all. Thank you very much. And, and you are on to talk about the Avalanche highly touted prospect, Sampo Ranta, who just signed his ELC. Uh, before we get to all of that, um, yeah, we don't get too many college hosts on around here. So tell me about yourself, uh, how you got mixed up with Locked On, why you're a Gophers fan, anything of interest that our people want to know. Oh, well, thanks. Yeah, Chris, I've hosted Locked On Golden Gophers <clears throat> since November now, just kind of got involved with the network through uh, other, other connections. I was at the time working as a sports director at a radio station in Minnesota. So I, it was someone covering the team for a few years already working as a affiliate station with the team and broadcasting their games and things on our station. So I had gotten familiar with the team that way, started covering the team that way and just had gotten the chance to talk more about it through the podcast and I've been doing it ever since. And it's been awesome. a whole lot of fun to be a part of Locked On. And yeah. of course, thanks again for having me on the show. Definitely. And like I said, I asked AJ the same thing. Um, you know, he covers a wide range of sports over at Boston college. I'm assuming you do the same. Clearly you do. If you're, you're on here to talk about sample Ranta, but you cover the gamut of sports over at Minnesota, correct? Yeah. Yeah. It's been a whole lot of basketball lately, right? The teams going through pretty much a whole big rebuild. It's now seven players who have entered the transfer portal on the basketball side, a new head coach to deal with all of that. So plenty to talk about there. Football spring practice is just getting underway too. But yeah, you're right, Chris. We do a little bit of everything there. So if you follow anything about Minnesota Gopher sports, we 
we, we like to say we keep you covered on everything. We start off every show just kind of letting you know across all the sports, the big ones and the little ones too, just what you might have missed over the last day. And I mean, that's what we do with everything over here at Locked On. So the people already kind of know how all that works, but it's just our little gopher side of things here on the Locked On Podcast Network, at least on my end. Awesome. So um, <clears throat> is it difficult for the state of Minnesota to be giving up a great prospect like Rampa, uh, Sampo Ranta to the hated Colorado avalanche. Is that kind of a sore subject right now? I, I mean, yeah, it may be more sore. The, the fact that you lose Sampo Ranta at all, the fact that he's not yeah. getting ready to play in a final four right now, just the fact that Minnesota is not there um, doing that. And he has the chance to go pro is maybe more of a sore subject at the moment for Minnesota fans, but right. As far as just losing Sampo in general, Minnesota loses great players every year. They've got the best recruiting class in the country coming in next season, too. Oh, nice. Always a nice little kind of carousel of great players going through that state and through that school. Very good. All right. Well, let's talk about Sampo himself. So kind of, you know, the, the same questions I threw out with AJ about Alex Newhook. Um started out with just like the basic one what makes him so good what what stood out to you in watching him play uh over the course of the years that he was there that made you kind of say like wow this guy's this guy's good well it's just kind of been his ability to at every level that he's played at so far which given isn't that many levels yet it's not and he's sort of professional hockey but at the junior level through to University of Minnesota, there's never been any question about whether or not this guy can play at the level. It's a matter of when he gets the playing time, just how long it's going to take him to become better than everybody else. <laughs> at least that's what the tale has been so far. He takes one year at Sioux Falls when he's at a junior level where he really doesn't play that much. The next year absolutely explodes. In Minnesota, he doesn't do much as a freshman, doubles his scoring output when he gets time as a sophomore and then as a junior here, explodes for 19 goals ends up becoming all big 10 all big 10 tournament and now he's decided to make his way over to the nhl to try and conquer things there he's achieved so much at every level that just his ability to excel so quickly is really really something that sticks out right away i know you're looking for more of like the actual like physical side of thing but that's just something that stuck out with me right away as far as who he is he's heavy on the puck he he Seems kind of redundant to say that you don't really score 19 goals in the Big Ten without doing that to an extent. But mm-hmm. uh, he, he did that. He scored 19 goals on a Big Ten schedule. He, he led one of the best teams in college hockey that was ranked in the top four from wire to wire the entire season. Mm-hmm. And he's someone who is six foot two. I mean, if you've looked up this guy's face, he, he's 20 years old. He does. He looks like a little kid. He, yeah. He's not a little kid. He's right. six foot two, 200 plus pounds. He's going to be able to be physical in the NHL. He's someone that once you sign this guy, you think about when he's going to be able to make an impact sooner rather than later. Hmm. And he's a guy who's been a goal scorer at every level. And it's just been a matter of time of him being able to get out on the ice, not really just him getting used to things. He's always been comfortable at any level of hockey he's been at. And he's done just about everything that he's needed to do at the college level. And we'll get to that about, you know, <clears throat> what's expected of him when he when he gets to, you know, whenever he gets to the NHL level. But was he uh, I mean, was he expected to I know, you know, being a third round pick and, and a lot of people are thinking he is the steal of his draft class could be. 
coming into Minnesota was, you know, did he meet expectations coming into Minnesota? What was expected of him uh, when he, that's where he decided to go? Well, a highly touted recruit is most players who go to Minnesota do. Sampo came in uh, and in his first five games in a gopher uniform, he scored points. Now, those first two games that were exhibition games, they didn't actually count. But again, it, it still counts five games in which he put on the maroon and gold. He mm-hmm. ended up contributing a point to the team. So as I said, he, he's never had a problem fitting in with a team before. It's just been a matter of him getting the time to show how he can excel. As I mentioned, Gophers are always really good. There's always going to be good players out there. As a freshman, he didn't play much. As a sophomore, got the time, started to show more what he could do, and then, again, blew up this year for what he did, 31 points, second most goals in the country. He's Mm -hmm. that kind of a player. And as far as a steal of the draft, absolutely. When he was the third-round pick in 2018, you expect a guy to hopefully blossom into – what Sampo Ranta has been able to be so far. He was one of the best scorers in all of college hockey. As I mentioned before, and maybe we'll talk about this more too, I don't think he had anything left really to do at the college level, at least as from an individual standpoint, aside from wanting to still be playing college hockey right now and wanting to be playing for that championship. Back with more on Sampo Ranta with Locked On Avalanche in just a minute. Bet online is your best place to go for really anything as far as betting goes. Sports betting, they've got all the best lines, always updated live betting odds too. You can bet on award shows, who's going to win that best actor or best picture award. You can bet on reality TV too if you're a fan of Big Brother or The Challenge or The Bachelor, Bachelorette, stuff like that. Anything that you want to put some money on, you can do it over at Bet Online. And also, you can get some free money, too, if you sign up and use our promo code Locked On. If you go on to betonline.ag, their website, and sign up with our code, you can get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's free money just for using the service over at Bet Online. So head on over there now, get yourself signed up, use the promo code Locked On, and get yourself some free cash, turn it into some big cash. And of course, be sure to... Spend it wisely as well. Don't put it all in one place. BetOnline.ag, again, your place for all the odds on anything you want to put some cash on. It's our place that we go to over here at Bet or over here at Locked On. We use BetOnline for any lines that you hear on any of our shows. We'll be right back again with more on Locked On Avalanche and Sampo Ranta. That's coming up in just a minute on Locked On Golden Gophers. Dickinson here on Locked On Golden Gophers. It's April, and the Locked On NFL Network of Podcasts is shifting into draft mode. April 19th through the 26th, tune in to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021, featuring analysts from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Brian Baldinger, and Michael Lombardi. Stay tuned for more info on where you can find the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021, presented by Odyssey and the Locked On Podcast Network. We'll have more coming up right now with Locked On Avalanche to finish up our show. Again, we're talking Sampo Ranta as he is now a professional hockey player. The leader of the Gophers from last season exploded 
in his way to a Big Ten All-First Team nomination, a Big Ten Tournament All-First Team nomination, and the second-highest goal total in all of college hockey. Avalanche are obviously excited about that as their 2018 prospect starts to blossom. We'll talk more about it right now to finish up our show. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> and and like, you know, like you're saying, like that's all that's left for him to do from a team standpoint, you know, and looking at his stats. Yeah. Um, his first year, six goals, 10 assists. Um, and then he got gradually up that every year. And, and, you know, his last, Last season, he, you know, was 19 goals and 12 assists Yeah. Um, while taking less shots, first of all, which is impressive. And, you know, plus minus of 19. It's just everything. You look at just the, the three years he was there. Everything trended up. Everything went up. Nothing went down. Um, well, the only thing that went down was penalty minutes. So that's a good thing that that went down, though. So, um, yeah, I think. You know, as time, like you said, it's not a matter of of if with him. It's just a matter of, of when. You know, he'll get comfortable wherever he's at, um, and I don't think that'll change. You know, he's going to the AHL right now, and then eventually wins the NHL. I think a lot's expected of him for the Avalanche. So, but do you feel like there's any? Uh, you know, is, is adjusting to the college game? Uh, you know, maybe came relatively quick to him, but do you think jumping to the NHL, he's going to be like any other uh, other other prospect where there's going to be some growing pains, or will those growing pains uh, be lessened just because of his skill? I, I mean, obviously, there's going to be the growing pains just going to a professional hockey level. This is still a 20 year old kid right now. He, he's going to be going up against guys who are 10, 15 years his senior. That's <laughs> something that he hasn't faced off against before despite how good he's been even playing up in age groups and things like that at other points in his career that you could point out so obviously there's going to be an adjustment here but he has the size to be able to play in the nhl right now he has the scoring ability to be able to run with defenders in the nhl right now and again as i said as far as him contributing i'm looking for it sooner rather than later he'll go to the ahl now obviously but if he can get up here as quickly as possible, I think he can be a contributor on the ice whenever the avalanche need him. Mm -hmm. And I'm interested in what he's going to be able to do right off the bat. Because again, high school level, college level, every single time when he's gotten out on the ice, he's been productive from the start. Uh, I'd be interested to see if he'd be able to do that again. I believe he'd be able to do something, but obviously he's going to have some sort of a time that he needs to get used to things yeah, right. at the NHL. <clears throat> which is normal. <laughs> yeah. Which is normal. Um and, and comparing him to to Newhook, uh he's a little bit taller than Newhook. He's a little bit bigger than Newhook uh in terms of weight and size. But um and the thing I was talking to AJ about is the the Avalanche are built on uh speed. And that's definitely something that Alex Newhook has. And I think that's a good combination of what Ranta has of size and speed and both of them can score so it seems like both of them really fit in into what the avalanche try to do uh scores that um are fast is that ranta's game i've i've heard i i feel like the things i've heard about him is his speed is kind of uh, is almost like undervalued it's kind of like he has the speed and everybody only wants to talk about his size and his scoring ability but he has the speed too am i correct in saying that 
I mean, yeah, it's it is the size that makes people say that because he's a bigger guy out there. And I'm not going to say that he has the kind of agility of somebody who might be a couple inches shorter and be able to just move the feet a little bit quicker. But for his size, yes, he's a very fast player, I'd say, for his ability to be physical more than anything else, more than even the fact that he's just 6'2". The, the fact that he can be the kind of hockey player that is so heavy on the puck and can hold on to things like that while also being able to be elusive right. in the attacking third, I think that combination of things, I, I don't know how fast I call him myself, but given what he can do in his skill set, it's not something you usually see out of someone that can do what he does, the speed along with it, right. I, I guess if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, we always like to compare people and when a new player is coming in a rookie, Oh, he, we can compare him to this player or that player. Anybody that kind of sticks out to you, a current NHL player, uh, that you would compare to Ranta. Well, well I was actually struggling a little bit to find something. So <laughs> I, I thought I'd look back a little bit at some interviews and he actually brought one up himself when he was drafted in 2018. He said, Jack Eichel was somebody that he likes to model his game after. And somebody really? he really kind of said he wants to be that someone he plays like. So I, I mean, he's the one who said it. I'm not going to disagree with the man himself. <laughs> right. So that was back in 2018 when he was drafted in the third round. But I, if he thinks I that's mean, who he is, I'm not going to argue with him. I think Avalanche fans would take that yeah. in a heartbeat <laughs> uh, and save uh, you know, millions of dollars in the process of uh, <laughs> comparing the two contracts. But yeah. um, so, and same thing I asked AJ. So um, for, for Ranta, you are expecting him to have a, a long, healthy career uh, in the NHL. Any concerns you have for him, like, you know, off the ice, he seems like a pretty good guy. Nothing like kind of that's uh, troubling in that aspect or anything like that. No, no, nothing like that. I mean, like I said, he was all Big Ten this year. He was academic all Big Ten his oh, sophomore I, I season last year, as uh, I believe it was last year as a sophomore. So he, he's done well in the classroom. There's never been anything like that. I don't think even around this team. I mean, even if there had been something like that to report, even if it was small in the last couple of years, we've been in a pandemic. So mm -hmm. somebody would have known about it. <laughs> right, exactly. So, no, no, nothing like that to report. I, I don't. Yeah, I, I think I would remember if something like that was. Uh, <laughs> it would stick out me. pretty yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, I don't think anything's escaping me. And was uh, Minnesota, like you said, they're you know they're usually a very good team, um, and and they how far did they go? They didn't. I mean, they they obviously their season ended early with the Avalanche signing him, but were I mean they were one of the supposed yep. top teams to win this thing and and didn't. Yeah, they were the, I believe, number three overall seed in the tournament, lost in the Elite Eight round to Minnesota State Mankato, which mm -hmm. is what's now one of three Minnesota schools in the Frozen Four, as okay. they call it in college hockey. So uh, so St. Cloud State, Minnesota State, and then Minnesota Duluth will all be there in the Final Four. Uh, Minnesota was the only school out of the five Minnesota schools to have to play another Minnesota school in its little regional mm -hmm. thing and it ended up uh losing four to nothing in, in a pretty Ooh, good really? beat down to end the season which was surprising team won the big 10 tournament team hadn't been beaten like that really all season aside from maybe a game against wisconsin i think right. was uh, a couple of games were 
bad like that. But th- right. that was unexpected the season to end that way. And I mean, Sam Moranta was the leader of it. And obviously he still wants to be there, or I would think he would still want to be there and right. be able to sign with the Avalanche a week later. But as you may have, I don't know, talked about already, it was pretty clear that whenever the season ended, he was going to be headed your way. Right. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people for both of those guys, for Newhook and mm-hmm. him, uh, both fought. The cards were looking like no matter how it ended for them, it's tough to win a championship. And, you know, it, no guarantee you go back for that last year. You're going to get it then either. So uh, you got to do what's best for yourself. And uh, I think he did that. So, mm-hmm. uh, but thank you for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Always uh, good to talk about some Mavs prospects that, um, they're loaded. I, I know you probably don't follow the avalanche as closely as I do clearly, but, uh, you know, you don't host a, an avalanche show, but, uh, they are loaded and it's going to be really interested to see where these guys can fit in. I know they fit in somewhere because they're good. So, uh, it's going to be interesting to see the chess match that Joe Sackick has to play to get these guys some playing time because as fans are excited for both of these guys. So with good reason, it seems so. Uh, I appreciate you coming on and, uh, yeah, if there's any future avalanche players playing for the university of Minnesota, we will get you on again in the future. Please do Chris. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. And, uh, always appreciate the chance to rep the state of hockey out here. Absolutely, man. Thank you. All right. We'll be right back.